Welcome to the Cares to Succeed podcast. I'm your host, Dennis Harris. The Cares to Succeed podcast is about delivering information that support the development of small businesses. We offer suggestions of business improvement for your consideration based on our decades of business ownership experience. The Carriage to Succeed podcast is available on Amazon, Apple, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcast. Sponsored by Shore LLC, a full-service small business consulting firm that specializes in deploying first-hand knowledge gained from decades of experience using the resources of time-tested and proven associates to advise and guide you towards a path of successful growth. In other words, we have been there and done that. Today's topic, Standard Operating Procedures, or SOP. What is a standard operating procedure? You may have heard of this term, SOP, and wonder, what does it refer to? A standard operating procedure is a set of written instructions that describes the step-by-step process that must be taken to properly perform a routine activity. SOPs should be followed the exact same way every time to guarantee that the organization remains consistent and in compliance with industry regulations and business standards. Have you ever wondered why you can go to a McDonald's or other retail brand uh, anywhere in the country and everything is exactly the same? It is because they operate from a manual that lays out every aspect of running the business. Standard operating procedures provide the policies, processes, and standards needed for operation for the operation to succeed. They can benefit a business by reducing errors, increasing um, efficiencies and profitability, creating a safe work environment and producing guidelines for how to resolve issues and overcome obstacles. Here's one of my personal cares to succeed stories. The SOP has been one of my keys to success. I use the SOP as one tool to help a company grow from 10 million to over 50 million in revenue. Not soon after I arrived at the company, a longtime employee announced that they were resigning. I overheard the owners trying to convince the employee to stay long enough to allow them to hire a replacement and have that same employee sit with the new hire for two weeks to teach them as much as possible about how to do that particular job. I asked 
is there it was if there was a position description or standard operating procedure manual in place. Twenty years of this company's existence and neither was available. After a brief break, we will share more of this story and the benefit of having a standard operating procedure in place. The Cares to Succeed podcast is sponsored by Shore LLC, offering business development, customer acquisition, certification applications, proposal writing, and business guidance services. Back to my story, I found out that this was the pattern for this company. Whenever someone threatened or was asked to leave, they were required to spend time with a replacement to share any information they had about the position. Obviously, I saw this as a major weakness that had not been considered much in the past, mainly because they had been fairly successful in getting folks to stay a little longer to do the position training. However, the request to stay longer to train a replacement was not always received well, especially when there was a non-mutual reason for the person to leave. I immediately knew that a standard operating procedure book had to be put in place. So I formed a SOP committee made up of members from every department and skill set within the company. The committee was provided instruction to carefully look at each and every task they performed daily and to solicit input from their department co-workers and document each step. It covered areas of logistics, sales, administration, and some components of finance. I scheduled weekly review meetings where we went through the processes until the committee was comfortable with the results. As you can imagine, it took months to produce and even longer to review and adjust. Quick key questions that should be answered in the standard operating procedure include who performs what role? What does each role do? What are the step-by-step -step processes for each task? What is the goal or outcome of each person's role? Has what needs to happen been explained clearly? Now, I'll pause to add <clears throat> that in my thought process on putting together the standard operating procedure, I found it uh, valuable to include in the process a discussion with the team members on how their role or each role in the company actually impacted the company. They needed to understand 
that when they did certain steps that there was a cost associated with it and a benefit to it. And I tried my best to drill down to connect the dots for them on how that benefit uh, to the company in turn benefited them. <clears throat> this allowed for them to buy in. And I ended up with a, a team of uh, committee members who became advocates for the use of the uh, manual because they bought into it, they believed in it, and it helped to uh, solidify the use of the manual throughout the company. Writing an SOP or standard operating procedure uh, manual is sort of like writing a recipe of a special dish. Every component should be considered and measured for accuracy. Every step in a recipe must be outlined so that the end product or production turns out right. We tried to cover every aspect of the operations of the company. From how to start the delivery vehicle to how to map out the route how to load or unload the trucks, and everything else related to logistics. We went through, we went from the steps to turning on a desktop computer and logging in to how to interact with the customer, for example, how to answer a phone call, who to ask for assistance by title, or how to handle a customer issue and we use the title as opposed to a name uh, so that we knew that the, the manual described the position and not the person currently in that position. The final result was a standard operating manual with step-by-step -step processes in every position that could be used by current or new employees. This manual was now available to help ease the requirement for a terminated employee to have to stay longer than it made sense just to be available to train a replacement. It served as a tool that could be referred to often whenever there was a question about how to perform a task. The SOP ended up being a living document that could be updated and adjusted as tasks improve, new ways were discovered, or technology changes happened. The overall performance improved exponentially and allowed for smooth transitions between hires or internally with position backup opportunities. One benefit that came from having an SOP in place that we had not anticipated was that as once the company started to entertain conversations around being acquired, the bankers and potential acquirers found this having a SOP in place, they found it as a plus. It gave them a level of comfort 
that processes were in place that would allow the company to operate even if the owners or senior managers were not available. If you needed to open a second location or even to franchise your business, the process will be easier when the SOP is in place and up to date. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Carriage to Succeed podcast. For more information on developing a standard operating procedure for your business, reach out to Shore LLC at www.scottupshaw.net. The Carriage to Succeed podcast is sponsored by Shore LLC and is available wherever you get your podcasts. It can also be found on our website at scottupshaw.net. I'm your host, Dennis Harris.